Post status excerpt each week, 15 minutes, bringing our own headphones, at least one newsworthy topic and how it relates to the WordPress community, and one great sponsor like Pagely. If you have mission-critical websites, then you definitely need durable, managed WordPress hosting. Pagely offers managed DevOps and a flexible stack with the same enterprise-level support to each and every one of its customers. These days, peace of mind is hard to come by. But with hosting, peace of mind can start with Pagely. So try it today. Go to poststatus.com slash Pagely. So by the time this episode goes live, you might have already gotten this week's newsletter in your inbox. So here's a couple of things I would like to point out before we go to Corey that you might find interesting in that newsletter. So iThemes, Gravity, and GoDaddy, they all had acquisitions this week. And you'll find out more about that in the newsletter with links. And there's also a follow-up to the mention in the podcast from last week when we were talking about WordPress settings. There's a nice follow-up in there I think you'll enjoy. HeroPress is taking over the Hallways Chats podcast. That's news. And we also, a reminder that WordCamp Europe 2021 has been announced to take place online June 7th through 10th, 2021. So mark your calendars for that. Another nice event, the Speak Up Black Speakers and WordPress Workshop, brought to you by WP Engine, is still accepting signups, and the event is going to kick off on June 5th. WordPress Greece is happening online April 16th, and that's, of course, free and open to the public. And finally, there are multiple conversations in post-status Slack this week, and right now as I speak, about multiple subjects, such as full-site editing, ideas about solving the plugin integration problem in the dev chat, and of course, new things in the marketing and gigs channel. So if you haven't been in post-status Slack this week, you may want to Take a peek in there. There's a lot of activity this week, lots of talk, lots of good conversations. But now, let me switch gears and talk to, Cor- talk, talk to Corey, whoa, it's been a long week, about our topics this week. The biggest news um, from an acquisition standpoint, Corey, is a name you might remember, um, iThemes. Uh, yeah, um, that sounds really familiar to me. Tell me about what they, uh, what they grabbed up this, uh, that was announced this week. Well, I was talking to my buddy, Matt Danner, who runs the show over at iThemes and Liquid Web, uh, part of iThemes, uh, sorry, the iThemes part of Liquid Web. And I said, please keep acquiring all the companies that, uh, the products I use. I uh, So they acquired Cadence Themes. And uh, I've been using Cadence on the suggestion of AJ Morris uh, on several sites in my mental health startup in particular and love it. I'm a big fan of, fan of uh, Generate Press. But um, they uh, they actually bought event the events calendar, and I'm a customer on that. And let's see, restrict content pro. Uh, so I, I told them I said, keep "What else? What I'll, else you got I'll give there?" You my Corey. list. Yeah, I'll give you my list to keep doing it. Uh, then I know who I can contact for help. Um, Start using my plugin, is, and maybe they'll get me. What's up? There you go. Uh, I think I do actually, and I think it's coming up for renewal this week or next. So I'll just be mad about that. Now, in all seriousness, um, Cadence Block is super cool, and Generate Press seem similar in the in the standpoint of, you know, I didn't have to build websites for ten plus years. Team did all that kind of stuff. When I came back out, 
and, and, oh, I don't have a team. I need to go build my own website, maintain my own websites. I discovered Generate Press, loved that theme framework. And then um, Cadence, just more recently, they got a great set of theme designs. Um, but more so, they even have a blocks library for each. And so along with the acquisition of Cadence theme uh, was also Cadence blocks. And I, I, I've told people I'm, I'm growing in serious like of Gutenberg, the block editor. Uh, and because it's, it's all there, it's getting better and better. And um, when you use one of those and kind of double down on the library that you're using, um, it becomes super easy to build cool sites. In fact, I'm building a sales page for a site on Cadence right now with blocks. And I, I just, I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. I didn't say I love Gutenberg yet. But it's getting better with the last update. Oh, so yeah. kudos to iThemes and Cadence. I don't know Ben who uh, was running the project, but he's going to be a part of the deal. Another acquisition by our friends at iThemes. Yeah, there was, I think there was another acquisition this week too of something about Gravity View acquiring another plugin of theirs. Yeah. But it was, uh, I think it was the Gravity, oh boy, Excel. I don't want to miss this. Gravity Forms it, entries in Excel. Yeah. And exactly. I, I, I have never used the, the plugin, but I mean, there is, it's not just, um, it seems like everybody's acquiring regardless of like how large they are. They're not a huge among us company. Gravity view, but they are pretty important to the gravity form space, which is what I exist in. I do a lot of gravity forms work on the side. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And they're going to have a pro version coming out. Um, I forget the author's name right now, the, the single developer mm -hmm. that worked on that, but he's, he's mm -hmm. doing a pro version of that that is coming out. But um, Zach also told me they're still going to, they're still going to develop the light version of the repo. So if you're, if you were using that and you can still continue to use it, but um, maybe I should try this new themes, uh, the, the blocks from my themes and yeah, see absolutely. how I like it. I haven't, I haven't tried it, but if you, if you're using it for your stuff, then it's, it's definitely worth a shot. And I like this acquisition by Zach to adding functionality to a popular plugin. And Zach obviously has thoughts about that. I've gotten to know him really well in the last year or two. And I just like the way he thinks. And uh, on our next topic, really, I, I've seen Zach, uh, how he moves in the world and who he is. And he is all about our next, next topic, which is um, diversity and inclusion. I got to talk to David, as you know, uh, my friend, Michelle Frechette of underrepresentedintech.com. Allie, her co-partner in that, for awesome project was under the weather and not able to make it. But I tell you, David, it was such a good conversation about helping people that are underrepresented in tech, break into tech, get their just and do exposure. I know you're a WordCamp organizer, yeah. have been a prolific one in the past. And uh, Michelle and Allie maintain a really rich database of people you can find WordCamp or other speaking um, uh, places find a whole database there, including people to hire for your company. And uh, that, that interview with Michelle, I, I was in very much the learning mode, trying to open up my heart and saying, I have my own work to do to make sure I'm not contributing to um, the underrepresented tech being further underrepresented. She gave me some really good direction from how to be inclusive in our job um, postings how to be inc more inclusive in our um, e 
the way we, you know, formulate a panel. I don't know, a, a virtual summit or something recently got some pretty big flight because it was basically all, all white guys like me and you. Um, and I just really, uh, really learned and took good notes. And that will, that's just part one of that conversation. I'm going to come back when Allie can come back and, and talk more about how we can include help pre- people break in. And a big word that she used was tokenized, yeah. uh, not to further tokenize, but to say just, um, we want you to, we invite you to have a seat at the table. I think this is especially important, especially for the people in our community, especially those, obviously for people who want to hear from people from diverse backgrounds, but also people that are looking like meetup organizers and conference organizers and so forth. Because it's, as someone who's organized a WordCamp for 12 years, um, mm-hmm. it's, I recognize the difference now that we've, when we had no live events, it is actually harder to find um, new speakers and naturally, as part of the order of things, diverse speakers too, naturally, because you would run into people at meetups, um, other word camps. And because we don't have that anymore and they're all virtual and, you know, most people are not meeting other new people that easily. And that is how you find, that's how WordCamp Miami found a lot of its diversity um, over the years was just that they ran into other meetups. They, they wandered around basically and, and we attracted people, but it's kind of hard to attract people that you can't even initially communicate with and then get them in a virtual meetup and then get them out there. So I just did a search mm-hmm. on under, on the, on their website and there's at least 42 people there that are, that said they're interested in speaking at a conference, which is, so that's a pretty cool tool already. And I hope more people submit their, those who fit the criteria can submit their profile. The encouragement I got from her was it's, it takes work, but we need to put in the extra work to try to, have a diverse um, set of people, whether it's our team uh, or a conference and having a database like that is so fantastic. So if you're out there, you're an organization looking to hire for uh, and include underrepresented groups of people in our world, go there, check it out. And I hope if you're in one of those underrepresented groups too, um, you'll go to underrepresentedintech.com and submit your profile. One thing Michelle told me, David, was um, you can submit, you know, you submit your profile and you give your reason why you should be basically included. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't announce that at all. Uh, they, it, it's, you know, if they kind of meet the, have a, have a, have a reason for saying that, you know, they're underrepresented, they post those profiles and that's awesome, but it's not visible in front of why they are, Diverse. And I think that's super cool. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go along the profiles too for our next post status live event and other things to see if we can't pull in more diverse um, people and experiences and perspectives. Uh, but I, I, I do know, I'll just say this and I said it on the webinar is that I have a lot of work to do in my own self and it's people so gracious like Michelle and Allie who are willing to spend their time to help coach, mentor, guide someone like me to, uh, to open my eyes. That's what we need. And that's how we can help too. It's surrounding ourselves because we are who we are. And sometimes it's very difficult for us to look outside our heads and, and, and think of all the the situations and the experience in the background. So we surround ourselves with diverse people. Um, and that helps remind us instead that allows us to keep our minds open regarding that. Yeah, that's, yeah, you can't have 
all white guys on your on your organization uh, speaker selection panel, for example. Um, speaking of not white guys, <laughs> uh, um, there was uh, quite a bit of chatter in post status um, this week, and I kept a careful eye on things. And if you weren't paying attention, some of the, some interesting links in post ad, especially the club channel, were were may have been overlooked. You know how Slack is. You know you try to do a million messages, and we're working on ways maybe to try to contain conversations and threads. I wasn't a big fan of threads in Slack before, but now I am um, because if you have a busy week in post status in the post status club channel, um, then you tend to miss. It's hard something. for me to catch up, David. I, I mean. <laughs> I haven't seen my family in weeks, but but one of the things that was dropped down in the in the Slack conversation was Helen Husandi was posted a link to a link of very shortly before she actually started was a live stream of her interaction with the full side editing, which is not out yet. Obviously, it's still a work in progress, but a lot of people have heard about it. Um, some people have even played with it, but few people really got in depth with it. And because it is such a key part of WordPress. I mean, it will be when it's released later this year. I thought it would be especially useful for the community to make sure that they were aware of what Helen was doing. Um, it, she was very simple. It's like she was just sharing her screen, and it was she was a common user. I don't think of Helen as really a common WordPress user, right. but she she <laughs> insists she was, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, but she... It was, it was like watching like one of those user tests she would do, except we can't have those live user tests right now at this time, especially when they remember when they did Gutenberg tests at WordCamp US, you know, they would sit down and watch people do Gutenberg. Well, now we're watching Helen do it. And Helen's Helen's one smart cookie. And it was just amazing to see, interesting to see for me as a developer, but more as just like a general WordPress community user, like, like what, how full site editing currently works and what things she was kind of running Mm -hmm. into as far as, Oh, that's neat. Or that's, that's not clear. And she was asking questions, sometimes answering them. So I think that you, it's a three hour video. So I don't know if how much time you've got to watch the whole thing, but there are some parts if you want to just, you know, you like, you know, browse through them that I think are quite interesting. And I wish we had more of these videos actually for people, common users to, to do that. So what do you think that's something that you might like to see down the road? Full side editing. Yes. Especially where it's where Gutenberg's going right now. Um, I'm, I'm eager to play with something like that and, and like a theme, like a cadence or generate block or, you know, a blank canvas type theme. Uh, it's so funny. The feeling about all this is like going back to my first days in WordPress and, uh, I, I'm having fun building sites in WordPress again. And so it's neat. I can't wait to kind of try that out and see how it works. Okay. Get you a Gutenberg t-shirt or something. So our last, uh, so our last thought is another underrepresented in in tech um, type of person. We, uh, Tony Taylor. Well, Tony. Oh, oh, you're talking about Tony. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. uh, Welcomed Taylor Arndt. Arnett. Arndt, I think. I heard her say Arndt on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he says in the, in the club, just wanted to welcome Taylor. who's an amazing blind WordPress developer I've been raving about. Taylor is about to launch a YouTube series on building an accessible website from scratch with comments about why certain tools are better than others. So 
I know we'll have the link to her site in WordPress in the uh, Show notes, notes. Yep. but I love this. You know, some, some the topic of accessibility has been around in WordPress for a while now. There's been some really big champions of it for good reason. This to me brings it straight home is to see someone using a WordPress. Now we know Taylor and her name and we can see her site. And when we're building sites, know there's somebody out there that we, we know her name now using websites. I think that kind of thing brings it home. Not to say we shouldn't, just because we don't know somebody doesn't mean we shouldn't build accessible websites. But I appreciate you pointing that out to me, David, uh, that she had joined the, the club as one of those things that had get, gotten buried. Yeah, that's what the, the, the feedback I've gotten with our conversations over the past couple of weeks is, yeah, I've missed that in the newsletter. I missed that in post status. So the whole point of post status Slack um, is to get the community talking with each other. And some weeks there's just, like not every week is the same. Sometimes it's like barely anything and you have good conversations, but you know, and then there's other weeks where like this week has just been horrendous in terms of like traffic. So the, you know, both Helen and Taylor and, you know, the other things that we've mentioned um, were pretty interesting and, you know, we'll mention everything in the newsletter, of course, but I just thought they required a little bit more of a special attention because you're right. These things do bring value to the WordPress community um, in depending on who you are. So we don't want to forget, don't want to forget stuff like this. And I hopefully we'll see more from Taylor in the future too. And, um, I listened yeah. to one of her podcasts actually, uh, yesterday. So I, she, I, I wish her, wish her well. And I can't wait to, um, hear more what she has to say. So I'll ask a question, but I won't reference the name because you told me not to, as we end here. Oh boy. Okay. Am I a bad guy for wanting free headphones? I bring my own headphones to a party, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Yes, and yes. After this, I'm going to have to sit down and write something, and and it's just, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know what the the angles on this. I, you know, you know, that's, that's refer- a bigger conversation in club, and we can leave it to that. But I know you're going to have something come out in the newsletter this all week. I can but I just say, had to say yeah. it. I had to poke the bear. I all I can tell you is that you know there were some interesting sides and angles of this some of it was on twitter and some of it was on post status um and i and then then matt mullenweg dropped his blog bomb so we'll link to all of that um in the newsletter and um i guess i'll flip a coin and see what i'll link to in the po- in this note speaking of notes um cory we'll just remind our listeners whatever listeners are left after after mentioning that headphone story um, postatus.com slash excerpt slash five. This is episode five. That's where you're going to find our show notes. Um, where will they find you on Twitter, Corey, to, to respond to your headphone question? At Corey Miller 303. They can mm-hmm. send me free, all the free headphones and shirts you want. I love free shirts and headphones. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, my family constantly needs everything. So feel free to send me pallets of whatever you got. Um, I'm at Dimension Media if you're interested in that, by the way. And, of course, you can check out at Post Status on Twitter as well. Thanks again, Corey. Um, We will talk next week. Ciao.